I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today is another author's corner check-in where I update you on what the heck is going on behind the scenes. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea and let's catch up. We're going to start with today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I may or may not have purchased an iMac. I think I mentioned it last week in author's corner episode of just kind of like toying with the idea of it. Not sure if I was going to do it. I did it. (laughs) My thorn at the risk of like kind of throwing back to being like in the Christian church and having unspoken prayer requests, I will say my thorn is like pretty deep today. It's pretty big, but I can't talk about it. So, you know, keep me in your thoughts. (laughs) My bud is that this night that I'm writing this, I have a lovely self-date planned. I have, I'm going to just curl up on the couch, wear a face mask, redo my nails, watch a movie. I'm pumped. All right, let's dive in to today's episode. So what I'm working on this week. So this week that this goes live, I'm editing chapter three, doing my third round of edits on chapter two, and I'll also begin writing chapter four. Also this week, I need to add in a layout day where I work on the visuals, I said that I was going to do that last week, but I didn't. So honestly, I'm like looking at InDesign on my laptop felt so insane. I just kind of kept putting it off. So with the iMac now, I am really excited to dive in. I thought about getting just like a monitor so I would have a bigger screen. And I mentioned that last week too, but this is just like something that I do. It's predictable. Like I feel guilty for buying the thing that I really want or even need. So I buy like a less expensive less effective middle ground thing that I never use. And then it ends up in the donation pile or I'm trying to sell it on Facebook marketplace like months later. And then I finally buy the thing that I really should have bought originally. It's like I could see my future when I was thinking about this and I could see that monitor sitting right next to the other things that I need to sell or donate right now. And I knew that I was fooling myself. So I just went all in and got the iMac and now I need to get down to the visuals of the book and also make a list of art that I want to include. Like how much art do I want in it? How much art do I want to commission? Do I want a graphic designer to do it? Do I want an illustrator to do it? I have to figure all of that out. Now, when it comes to life, I am learning a lot about pulling back and not taking on things too quickly. I'm an action oriented person. And so that can often mean I jump right in. I take things over and I write myself out of my ability to have peace or rest. So I am practicing the art of not being the first person to volunteer and just trusting that it's going to get taken care of. I have also talked before about my new grocery shopping habit, and I'm really excited about it. So like instead of doing like one big meal plan every week and going to the one grocery store once a week, I've actually been going like four to five times a week, but just kind of getting what I want. I've, I've been switching it up, going to the farmer's market, to the co-op, to fresh market, sending my husband for things. And it's been really fun. This week we spent like 30 to $70 less than we normally would. So that also feels like a win. Like maybe this is the better way. Another thing I'm loving at the moment is not putting all of my regular content on my new computer. So I have completely started fresh and it's a very distraction-free advice. 
I'm even using this app called Identity. It's I-D-E-N-A-T-I.com for my browser, which keeps me from randomly hopping on Facebook or Twitter while I'm working. It just basically, you like type in which sites you use regularly and it puts them there at the forefront. So you just can kind of get to them really easily, but it doesn't encourage you to, you know, you're not going to like put Facebook on there and you're not going to go look Facebook up, or at least I won't. So that's been also really nice. And we'll take a quick break to hear from today's podcast sponsor, which is Thrive. I love companies that give back with every purchase. Plus, I love me some good makeup. Thrive Cosmetics combines everything I want into one amazing product. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time. Thrive Cosmetics never tests on animals. They're Leaping Bunny and PETA certified as 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. My favorite product is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. This ultra-lengthening, eye-opening mascara will make people think you're wearing lash extensions and it doesn't flake, smudge, or clump, which always happens to me when I try and wear mascara. Plus, I'm someone who doesn't like to wear mascara very often because I have to wash it out from under my eyes. But with the Thrive Mascara, it comes off so clean and it doesn't smudge. So I don't get those like raccoon eye things the next day. So I feel like I'm able to wear mascara as often as I want to. I personally do love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best I've ever used and their Bigger Than Beauty mission is really inspiring. It shows us what you can do when you put ethics and integrity behind everyday items. You're going to love them as much as I do. I know it. So visit thrivecosmetics.com slash egram for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer that you can only get here. So that's thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, cosmetics, get it, dot com slash egram for 15% off your first order. So it's thrivecosmetics.com slash egram. Thank you, Thrive, so much for supporting the podcast. I am personally in love with this self-validation process that my therapist recommended to me. I've used it like every day. It was shared by someone named Amanda White on Instagram, but it looks a little something like this. It's like, notice your feeling. So... I'm feeling overwhelmed. Provide context. Well, that makes sense because I have, this is the exact example that she gave. So just full credit to her. That makes sense because I have the test coming up this week. Then you incorporate your values. I value hard work. I want to focus on doing my best rather than getting a certain grade. And then normalize it. I know a lot of other people in my class feel overwhelmed too. And then take action. What can I do to act in alignment with my values and reduce overwhelm right now? I did this as I prepped for a situation that was giving me a lot of anxiety this week and I was able to honor my feelings, get clear on what I actually can control in the situation. I'm obsessed. I've done it like multiple days now, like every day since she gave it to me, sometimes multiple times a day. 
I think it's particularly helpful as someone who struggles with negative emotions. It gives me a way to honor them and understand them at the same time and take action on them, which is very helpful for me. <laughs> All right, let's get into what I'm reading, watching, and learning. Currently, I'm reading Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. It's a compilation of a ton of famous creators and the way they organize their days and the habits that they have or had. I love it because it normalizes everyone having their own approach. What works for some may not work for others. And there's no real right way to be creative. And that's so freeing, especially at this season of my life. I'll probably give it a solid like 3.5 out of 5 stars though, just because it's more of a compilation of like other people's work than like a completely new idea or concept. It's really neat, but I wouldn't say it's life-changing for me at least. When I'm watching, we started watching Ted Lasso this week and what a lovely show. It's like a utopia for my mind where everyone just does the right thing and people just want to be nice and everything just is going to work out for everybody so pleasing. <laughs> my small joy this week has been going to the farmer's market and the co-op, buying just small amounts of yummy whole foods, and knowing that the money is going straight to our neighborhood is a really good feeling that never felt practical to me before. So with this new routine, it feels totally doable, and it's definitely my small joy right now. And I'm learning that if I don't take things over, <laughs> things will still get done. Someone will wash the dishes, someone will plan the dates, someone will make sure the kiddo gets to school on time, and the world keeps turning and I don't have to force that to happen. Now, process updates. I will say that my process hasn't changed a ton. I'm editing less days than I thought I would, so I'm writing every Monday through Friday morning around sometime before 9 a.m. And then I'm doing a second writing session on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday I edit and Friday I do literally everything else that has that the business requires of me. And I'm finding that it's difficult to not occupy my time between writing sessions. So if I have one in the morning, one in the afternoon, there's some hours in there that are open and I really just need to let them be that way because I'm less creative and inspired if I don't, but I've struggled to not work during that time or to not clean or to not watch YouTube videos. It's really a time for me to be still and to allow the space to be empty enough for creativity to flow. And it's hard to do, if I'm honest. But I am currently through with chapters one through three, which is exciting. I think I'm gonna wanna go back and add in some smaller pieces. Most of the ones I have are pretty long form. I think I'd like a few kind of lighter, easier to read, quick reads to keep the flow of the book moving. So we'll see how that is gonna work out. I'm not 100% sure when I will do that or how many I will need, but that's kind of where my head's at with that at the moment. I will say that I've had some kind of personal stuff come up this week. So my mind's been very occupied, which does make it harder to write, right? Like it makes it more difficult to think creatively, to be inspired, to feel connected to my work. So that's been interesting enough. Just kind of how do I navigate creating and feeling all at once? If you're really good at that, I'd love to hear your tips. <laughs> but in all in all, that's the update. As always, it's an absolute joy to keep in touch with you this way. And I'll see you Wednesday for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.